and welcome to the Dadcast 2019 Easter special. On the show today, we talk about bunnies, chickens, and we have our very own Easter egg hunt. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Hello, it's Easter next week and we've got our Easter special. Mr. Perkins, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm really good, yeah. Um, Easter's always a bit of a funny one for me. I don't kind of get what Easter's about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Christmas is like, oh, Christmas. Uh, but Easter is just a bit like, eh, okay, Do you want an egg? I know, and it changes, you know, between a, sometimes up to three or four weeks, doesn't it? So sometimes it's the end of March, sometimes the end of April, yeah. or anywhere in between. So it's a bit of an odd one. I got really. a Facebook um, memory a couple of weeks ago, and it was uh, that Easter last year was what, like the second of April or something? Yeah. Well, I do know well, I d- it can go between. I can't remember the date is it the twenty third of March and the twenty eighth of April or something like that. Oh, right. Like so a, it is. It's over. It's over a month. It's like a yeah. It's about a month's difference, and it depends on when the first full moon is after the. Third time you've rolled a six. Like, it's a real kind of like, it's the Sunday after the first full moon, after the Pentecost. And if if someone's calling May Day, then yeah. that's how they decide it. And it's different in different parts of the world because there's the Gregorian calendar and the Julian calendar. And therefore, the Western Christians do it on a certain day. And then the Eastern Christians... I mean, who knew that there were Eastern Christians? But they do on a different day. <laughs> this is, uh, I, you know, I need to sit down and eat some chocolate. This is, um, <laughs> that's this why. is an ed- that's how the yeah. that's how the chocolate tradition started. Like, oh, people give me are chocolate! Just baffled by trying to work out what day it is. I tell you what, people are getting, you know, sort of some some uh, bang for their buck on this one. Two minutes, and people have had an education on Dadcast. In fact, probably more of an education than the um, the combined thirty nine episodes before this. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you know this is we're forty fortieth oh, episode? Congratulations! Hurrah! I know, absolutely fantastic. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But Easter, I guess, though, for you being diabetic, it's obviously you know chocolate is is something you've always had to be a little bit wary of how much you eat. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've not always been diabetic. But you know what? Even when I wasn't diabetic, I didn't always get Easter chocolate for Easter. I remember probably still my fondest Easter memory was getting a Han Solo uh, Mm. in his (laughs) frozen tundra outfit from Empire Strikes Back on Easter. That was the greatest Easter ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. I think we should do an Easter egg hunt on the dad cast today because it's Easter. Okay. <laughs> and so I think that we should each try to slip the right. word egg into the show somewhere where you wouldn't expect it. <laughs> Ooh, Not that very one. Good. A different no, one. No, no. Yeah. And so okay. if you one each and then if you're listening and you hear us slip the word egg in in a place where it shouldn't really be, then <laughs> just let us know on Twitter at DadCastUK and you can win the love and all the, I'd say, diabetic chocolate we can send you, <laughs> which, which essentially is nothing. We'll send you nothing because <laughs> diabetic chocolate tastes good but is generally a bit rubbish because it is just full of it, sugar anyway. Probably better than diuretic chocolate, though. Yes. Yeah, they so, should make diuretic <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> do you know what I do? I have a sort of a, you know, those pictures. I think we've talked about it before, those pictures that almost become famous within your family because yeah. you've had them, you know, your parents have them on the wall or you have them on the wall and sometimes you recreate them. And there's one, not that I've seen it for years and years, it would have been taken on a sort of a little Instamatic camera, but there was myself in this blue dressing gown, I remember, with about 30 Easter eggs, a wall of Easter eggs wow. around me. Wow. And it would have been, 
Yeah, I'd have been about sort of three, and it would have been the sort of the first proper Easter I knew about, and everyone, everyone buying me these Easter eggs, and it, yeah, sort of a wall of Easter eggs. Not happened since though. <laughs> wow, thirty Easter eggs. I mean, you must yeah. have been ill afterwards. Yeah, I think I think it was sort of drip fed. Over many, many weeks. But uh, it's funny, actually, because it's always that, that odd one about having, you know, ch- chocolate. I know we've talked about it before, about chocolate for, you, for your children. And, you know, how much do you actually buy and how much do you let them have? And certainly I've, you know, let them have it as treats. But also, you know, I've said, if you do this for me, then I'll give you some chocolate. <laughs> Basically, chocolate bribing, which I'm sure a lot of people do. But... Saying that from last year, Soph mentioned uh, uh, within the, within the week about Easter eggs, and she said, "Actually, we got any kicking around from last year because every year we get not loads, but we put them away. And it's like, right, well, what we'll do is we'll bring them out, and you can you can have them every so often. But what happens is we forget about them, uh-huh. and yet again, I found a box, a massive Tupperware box of Easter eggs, small Easter eggs, and other Easter chocolate, which was all bought last Easter, and I found it." It's been there for a year. Oh Same things goodness. happened. And I cracked open a, a, a small egg and it's gone all white. Oh, is it off then? It's gone. No, no, it's not. No, Easter egg, when it goes white, it's because of something to do with the, the, the fat or the sugar. Yet again, I can't <laughs> remember why. But you can still eat it. It tastes a little bit um, almost uh, dusty, but you can still eat it. It's absolutely fine. It okay. just doesn't look as appetising. And the um, kids don't know any better, so it's fine. No. Actually, no, exactly. Talking of uh, Easter eggs and uh, and, and kids, uh, seeing as this is the dad cast, yeah. um, something very important that Rachel, my wife, heard about uh, last week, and that yeah, is, I like you said, my my wife, my wife. I like that, <laughs> my wife. Every time you go say my wife, my wife. Well, you know that that grapes, obviously, as a as a dad nowadays, you know that grapes are massive choking risks, so you always have to yes. cut your grapes in cut half. Cut them in, yeah. Well, yep. apparently, one of the biggest choking risks is mini eggs so the advice is that they should be cut in half as well i mean it sounds it sounds ridiculous but it's a really bad choking risk those mini eggs especially with kids like just gobbling them it's horrendous it's horrendous how dangerous they are so if you do have mini eggs for your kids please 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 like chop them in half teach them how to bite them in half or something just don't let them just wolf them down because they're so dangerous they're so dangerous. Yeah, didn't even think about something like that. But yes, good advice. Good advice. Good and advice. Something, and something yeah. I wanted to mention from last week's show, you were saying about ironing mm. that book that got a bit oh, wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Rachel reminded me when she heard it, she reminded me, she said, um, have you mentioned the, the fact, you know, that book in the airing cupboard? And I was like, the book in the airing cupboard? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what it was, was a few, <laughs> a couple of months ago, we'd, I'd taken Tilly swimming for a lesson and Emily right. was with Rachel on the side just watching and they were looking at little bunny foo-foo. So it's a bunny, so it kind of is a bit relevant for the Easter special. And yeah. halfway through, she just threw it into the pool <laughs> and Rachel couldn't reach it. So the swimming teacher had to come over and pick it up and hand it to her. And then we brought it back home and we stuck it in the airing cupboard and I've just taken it out and it's, I mean, it needs an iron. We're going to iron it. Yay! There you go. We're starting the book ironing revolution. I'm going to have to (laughs) photograph. I might even video myself ironing the book. Oh, uh, please do. Please do. This is the future of uh, YouTube videos. (laughs) Book ironing. It all starts here. That's great. Millions of views for that. (laughs) Um, I've got something else that's a bit tenuous for an Easter special, but what animals are big? At Easter, discounting the rabbits, because we've kind of talked about little bunny foo-foo, but what other animals are really big? 
Um, Easter bunnies. Oh, you've got Easter bunnies and you've got Easter. That, yeah, Easter. Easter. Oh, chickens. Yes, of course. Chickens. Sorry, chickens. Of course. Easter chickens. Of course. Yes. Easter chickens. Our neighbour has got a son. And that son had chicken pox. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Right, so <laughs> this is how I'm getting into this. Now, what did you guys do with chicken pox? Because I had kind of expected to take Tilly round and sort of get her, you know, the bug. But then, yeah. you know, she's three and a half. That's probably a good age to get her, you know, into the old chicken pox thing. But then... <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like getting into like a, a some music or something or yeah. getting into a sport. Uh, you need to get into chicken pox quite early. you got to get into it. you got to get into it. But then the problem is, if she brings that back, she's going to give it to the 18-month-old Emily and maybe yeah. that's not the right time. So did you purpose Get 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 yours kind of infected by it, or what did you do? <laughs> or is this going to be another great. thing that that uh, yeah that Sophie's going to correct? I in a almost of weeks. feel like I have nothing to say on it. <laughs> Whatever I say, I am damned on this one. All I think is that one of them, and it might be Georgia, <laughs> um, had it when she was young, and if you have it at a certain, maybe before one, maybe before two, I don't know. Then uh, it's almost like not proper chickenpox. Ah, so yes, I so do know about then, this. And it's yeah, if so, you if if you're still breastfeeding, I think it's something to do with breastfeeding. I I don't know. Uh, okay. I, I I well the the point is I think my confidence has been knocked on most facts to do with my children. <laughs> My parenting, no. Um, it might, maybe, it may be. But I just know that one of them has had chickenpox, and I think it's Phoebe, and one of them has sort of had a, a strain of it, and we're not sure. Because funny enough, we were talking about this actually quite recently with someone else who mentioned about chickenpox. Oh, do you know what? In the end, they get it, they get it. I mean, you can't, everyone's going to get something, aren't they? It's like the cold of tobacco four. But the, I mean, chickenpox is something you just need to have and get over it. Really, I know, it just never feels like the right time. You always feel like, oh, oh we can't do it this week because she's got her spring concert or he can't do it this week because there's a swimming we're, lesson or he can't do it this week it's because... It's almost like you, you sort of need to go and buy a little vial of, you know, chicken pox infection. So you're just waiting. You go, oh, we've got... Hang on. We've, we've got, got a, a relatively... Re- yes, we've got a relatively clear week. Yeah, there you go. Pop that in your mouth. Yeah. Bosh. Right. Five, four, three, two, one. She's got it. Right. Let's go. Go, yeah. go, go, go. Come on. It does feel like, oh, we can't do it now because Line of Duty's on and it's good to watch that when it's on and not catching up. So we want to be able to stay up till 10 o'clock on a Sunday night and we won't be able to do that if she's up all night with chicken pox. Oh, could you, uh, do you know what? I think this is probably the thing to come in in years that you can just, you know, be, it'll be sort of a self-infection and then you can get everything done. Like a little, you know, like a little pill, like a chicken pox pill. Yeah, it'll be like a, yeah, in the end it'll be sort of like a toolkit that you can, you can do everything in one. Maybe that could be the thing that would take over from the Easter chocolate. Hey, Happy Easter. Have your chicken pox pill. Have your chicken pox, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Save on chocolate. You're not even going to want to eat chocolate then, or do you? No, because chicken pox is, the, is a bit odd, isn't it? Because you're not bedridden. You feel fine. You just look a bit odd. And, um, oh, yeah. and, and, and at a certain point, I think it's when, once the, the, the spots come out, actually the infection's gone, isn't it? It's yeah. before that, yeah. which is the yeah. bad thing. Okay. He says, maybe, but I could be completely wrong. Hey, speaking of you being completely wrong, has ah. <laughs> has Sophie got yes. any update on the old... Yes. Yes, she yes. does. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm somewhat... I can't remember what she said. Rose-tinted spectacles or, you know, were you there? Have you any idea? Who are you? Do you know your children? So this is actually... Do you know what? We've got a, a pre-prepared statement, a very brief one from Sophie. So here we go when we're talking about... Knits. 
I'd just like to say that uh, in the case of the head lice, Richard was very much the good cop to my bad and stood in the corner, gleefully playing the role as I dragged a knit comb through the hair of our screaming children. Conditioner will work merely to immobilise the head lice so that you can comb them out. Please don't imagine that it will actually kill them. I do enjoy listening to Dadcast, but can only imagine that Rich was somewhere else entirely mentally during most of these events. Outrageous, <laughs> but uh, uh, fair enough. You know, uh, she's probably got a point. Well, there's the fact, or at least there's the facts as she remembers them. Oh, hello. There we go. Throwing well, you shade. know, come on. I know. No, she's right, though. <laughs> she is right. I Perky, feel like I've this could go backwards and forwards. Just like oh, you correcting her, her oh, correcting I know. you. I know. Just, yeah, exactly. Just bring sort of domestic little petty arguments onto Dadcast. Um, doesn't make very good sort of uh, listening, but, well, maybe it does. Quite fun. Perky, I've got to say, I'm, this is the first time I've ever recorded a Dadcast in a waistcoat. Hello? You never well, told me we were dressing up well, for this Easter special. Well, do you know what? I wasn't. It's just that I've got some uh, some work in a bit to do. And uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to wear a waistcoat. The thing is, though, in this vocal booth, it's quite warm. And I don't need to be wearing a waistcoat. But I'm going to keep it on just because uh, I feel quite smart. You know, there you go. Nice. I mean, well, yeah, we've got to see a photo of this, surely. All right. I'll take a photo of me with waistcoat or Westcut, as my dad always says. Whisket. A Westcott. Very yeah, and I don't nice. know if that's a, a Midlanders thing because he came from Leicester, but a Westcott. Just but a, there we go. He might just be a granddad quirk. You know, dads have got certain things they do, like tell jokes and tell stupid facts, but granddads yeah. take it even further and they just become eccentric old men. I think <laughs> so well, it's a bit like, it's, yes, it's, well, it's, what's that great poem of when I grow older um, and about a woman who's going to dye her hair purple? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a famous, it's a really good poem. Yeah. Uh, I remember my mum has said, always said the same thing. Oh, yeah, when she goes old, she should grow her purple hair and just, you know, because you don't care. And you just sort of think, yeah. <laughs> so just become more eccentric. I love more it. More eccentric. I know. I, I know. It. So listen, Easter. What's your Easter thing? Do you have a, an Easter sort of ritual or we do you do something? We haven't really kind of uh, firmed anything up. It's always been a bit different. Like occasionally we'll go down to Rachel's mum and dad and let them kind of cook us a nice meal or we might have Ooh, lovely. someone up to I like that. Let, let them cook us one. No, yeah. no, treat yourselves. Go on, cook <laughs> us something with all the trimmings. <laughs> <laughs> or we might entertain or we might have some friends around. Or I, I don't know. We haven't really kind of got like a, a traditional thing to do yet. We've got some friends that live really close by. And we'll, yeah. the last few years, we've met up with them and done uh, like an egg hunt in the uh, in the garden somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, let them run around looking for some chocolate eggs or some just eggs with other things in, like little plastic eggs. And then inside we'll put like little toys or some raisins or stuff like that that's not too yeah. chocolatey. But um, I don't really know. We haven't really got anything. What about you? Do you have sort of set things that you always have to do? It's not that it we've on purpose, but ever since we were children with my parents, we used to go away at Easter. You know, we'd go somewhere in England or, or, or Wales or Scotland or somewhere and we'd just get a cottage or something. You know, Soph and I have carried on with that almost tradition. And um, the last two years and again this year, we're going away with my father-in-law. Nice. Um, yeah, and my, and my mother-in-law. Uh, we're going to Dunwich, uh, which we went last year. East Coast. Okay. Suffolk. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, right near the Adnams Brewery. Hello. Which is very helpful. Yeah, very good. What do you do? So have a cottage and then have a a big meal and eat loads of chocolate yeah. or drink Yeah, we go on some walks and go to the old pub and make a meal, go out for a meal. We'll, we'll be there for about three days, actually, over the Easter weekend. And it's really great. 
Yeah, it'd, it'd be good. It'd be great. It'd be really, really good fun. Well, listen, um, you, the the main job I think of a dad at these times of year, like at Christmas and at Easter, everyone kind of like takes their roles in how to sort of organise the event, but it's a big family thing. And I think a dad's job is often just to tell some silly jokes oh, yeah. and to tell some sort of just useless facts. I think we did this at Christmas as well because they're, they're the important things, isn't it, for a dad? Um, to yes. learn how to sort yes. of make maybe like a, a, a... Be the barman. You've already mentioned Adnams. And then tell some jokes. And then, so I've got some Easter facts for you and some Easter jokes. What would you, what would you like first? Let's have some facts. Facts would be good. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling like some hard facts on this, you know. Some dadcast Easter facts. Here we yeah. go. The UK's first chocolate egg was produced in 1873 by Fries of Bristol. Yes, very good. Very good. I like that. The tallest like that. chocolate Easter egg ever made was in Italy in 2011 at 10.39 metres in height and 7.2 kilograms in weight. It was taller than a giraffe and heavier than an elephant. That's <sighs> unbelievable. I hope they actually ate that afterwards. Oh, they would have. Otherwise, that would be be a waste, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of eating chocolate, what percent of people do you think eat the ears on a chocolate bunny first? So you've got your chocolate bunny and you're going to go for the ears. What would you you think? I'm going to say 75. (laughs) (laughs) One out, 76. (laughs) Oh! That is very good. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. And more than 1.5 million Cadbury's cream eggs are made every single day. <gasps> that is a lot. That is a lot. That, is a, that is a lot. Yeah, nice. That's unbelievable. It really is. Wow. I like it. Good facts. Good facts. Very good facts. Would you like there. Some, some jokes? Yeah, 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 yeah. You might know this one. What'd you get if you pour hot water down a rabbit hole? <laughs> I don't know. Hot cross bunnies. Eee, very good. good. What did that the joke. rabbit? What did the rabbit say to the carrot? Um, it's don't know. been nice gnawing you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and why did the Easter egg hide? Because he was a little chicken. There we go. Oh, so very good. They'll come in handy for you over they, your yeah. Easter. They're grown, thing. growners, and always good though, isn't it? Those kind of jokes are the. Best kind of jokes. Absolutely. Silly, silly kind of jokes. Actually, do you know, I think it was last year, I think we mentioned about it, the Cadbury's Easter egg hunt that they do with the National Trust, which is really good. Yeah. The only problem is that it becomes just oversubscribed. But it's it's fun. Anyway, the point is that they dropped, I think it was last year or the year four, they dropped Easter. So it was the, the Cadbury's egg hunt. No. Yeah, and there was a big thing. I'm sure we talked about it last year or the year before. Anyway, I checked just before we started to record, and, and it's back. It's the Cadbury's Easter egg hunt with the uh, National Trust. Okay, good. Well, I think, it is. Well, I know. I think they were just, you know, in terms of Easter, I guess as a lot of us who just celebrate it for eating Easter eggs. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't really think about the, the, the religious or pagan sort of connection. So it's just Easter it just says it's, it's this time of year. Anyway, it's, it's back. They're, they're, they've, they've got it back, which is, uh, which is good. Oh, I think but it is fun only, to do. It's fun to do. They've only put it back in because Brexit. <laughs> oh, no. You've mentioned it again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. dear. Oh, dear. Right. Oh, anyway, don't talk, about, anyway. don't talk about Brexit. I'm completely exasperated. Don't talk about Brexit. Definitely don't do that. Uh, okay. Cool. Well, listen, we should, um, 
we should probably go in a sec yes. because people have yes. their Easter holidays to enjoy. Um, yeah. Have you, have you done a, an Easter egg hunt in the show today? <laughs> yes, I have. Good. I have. Well, tell yeah. you what, let's hear them after the end jingle. Yes. Or no, hang on. Or do we leave them till next dadcast? Oh, let's maybe let's leave them till next dadcast. Let's yeah, leave yeah, them yeah. till next dadcast. Yeah. Which is going to be a book special, yeah? Yes, it is. I'm looking forward to it. So these Something are, we haven't done before. Yeah, it's like books that we enjoy reading and, yeah, just favourite little snippets from um, some of the favourite books that we have. So tune in for that if you can tune into a podcast. I don't know. Or make sure you subscribe yeah. to that and let your friends know as well. Happy Easter, everyone. Have a fantastic time, whatever you're doing, however you celebrate and uh, enjoy. Have an excellent time. You too, mate. Bye. Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.